Hello, I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker. We are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Good to see everyone. It's uh, Thanksgiving edition. <laughs> it is, although we're recording it a couple of days early. This is going to be airing on Thanksgiving. Um, that's, that's always a big time of year for me. I, I have a lot of introspection around Thanksgiving. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's, it's a time to get together with uh, family and friends and just enjoy each other's company, though it's different this year. Yeah, it, it's going to be very different this year, which I know it's hard for people, but, uh, you know, I think it's important that we stay safe, but, yeah. uh, you know, we can still reach out to people. And I think that's important that we do. Yeah, so the family that we typically, you know, drive across town and have Thanksgiving with them and their family, you know, they invited us again uh, this year. But you know, we're, together we decided that, that that we're going to go ahead and do a Zoom call. It's not the same thing, but uh, at least we're going to be able to be together. So, yeah, no, I know a lot of a lot of my family. We're going to be getting together on Zoom calls, and uh, you know, we we did this sort of thing in the spring, and it was really good. It was good to see people that otherwise we wouldn't have connected with. Um, but you know, reaching out to them and finding out how they're doing and just in general, finding out what's up and, and sharing what's going on with our lives beyond the pandemic. Right. It, it feels good as a dad. I've got all, all my boys uh, are home now for Thanksgiving That's and for, for the, you know, for the holidays into, into January. So my oldest lives up in uh, Salt Lake city, Utah. He's uh, graduating with his bachelor's degree, um, the middle of December. And, but he's, they've, they've been on online for, you know, months and months now. Uh, so it doesn't really matter where he finishes up. Um, but he's been, you know, isolating up there. We've been isolating down here. Uh, and he went out and tested for, for COVID and tested negatively and, and decided that if we were going to come down, the safest way to do that was to drive down. So Saturday was a big day. He gets up and leaves there by 6 a.m. and drives the, you know, 12 plus hours uh, to, to drive all the way down to, to, to Arizona. So um, my other boys and I decided we'd go ahead and meet him like at the three quarter mark. But the funny part of the story is we, we had timed it that when he got to St. George, he was going to go ahead and give us a call because that's in South uh, West Utah. And, uh, and we would go ahead and leave our house down here, which is in a you know, Southeast um, suburb of, of Phoenix. Um, <clears throat> and we, and we ended up picking because it was you know, probably the, the most, uh, recognizable landmark was a subway old gas station turned into a subway on on the uh far side of uh of kingman arizona well now, we now, timed now, just 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 to clarify when you say a subway you mean the sandwich shop right yes sub, okay. subway sandwich shop yes okay but uh, so we had timed it so well that we were making the right hand turn into this parking lot while my son was in the left hand turn lane waiting for traffic to turn in we were like Spot on, on, uh, on that's good timing. Thing. I like it when timing, especially when you're coordinating things like four hours apart, right? Yes, because it, it was gonna, it was a four hour trip for you to get there. Yeah, and and you know, plus, you know, there were stops for us along the way for you know, stretching our legs, and and same for for him. And and it was just funny because we were like, I wonder how long it's gonna take for us to to get here. We turned in, and we like, is that him? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like right there. But it was good. We were able to switch off drivers, and and the last part of the the trip, the last uh, two hours were uh, after dark, and it was just good. We all good. Well, I'm I'm glad everyone is there and safe, and 
you know, and, and everyone's together. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's good really film. good to hear. But, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about all of the, the, the other people that, um, that I'm thankful for and that I really, really appreciate as part of, you know, my journey in voice in general and specifically this year, what it's been like. And every time I, I think about it, I keep coming up with this huge list, but I, I, I want to talk about some of them today and there, there are so many there are but and just like you i think one of the the first ones on my list is my family you know the the people yes. that i am closest with who have you know on one hand um been really really supportive of all of my all of my technology efforts for you know decades now uh and specifically over the past couple of years when i you know just start rambling on about voice <laughs> Or, you know, who on one hand, and who have now gotten to the point where they will approach me and say things like, you know, how do I do this on my speaker? And I can honestly say, well, I don't know. Let's, let's make something that does that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the fact that I've got family and, and close, close friends, dear close friends, who tolerate me on one hand and support <laughs> me on the other, I really, I can't thank them enough. I really can't. Yeah, family uh, support is is awesome, and this voice community has really been a, a great community. You know, I've been doing this since uh, 2016, and uh, just lot, met lots of people over the years. Uh, a, a lot of them online, some of them in person. So, and, and so everybody's who's been the, really nice? So, who was the first person that you think of when you think about? How, all the way you know, back in 2016, who's the first person you think of? The, the first person that I think of is uh, Michael Palermo. So he was um, an Alexa evangelist and, and he lived in Arizona. And I, I'd come across him before you know, he'd done Microsoft training for a number of years. Um, and I'd taken some classes where he had taught, just knew that he was in the community and a dynamic person. Uh, but when I, uh, you know, came across Alexa, I started, you know, checking in the community about different things and, and found out that, you know, he was an evangelist. And so reached out to him and, and he was very instrumental and encouraged me along when I first started out. And in 2016, when I started the Phoenix Alexa meetup, uh, he was the first speaker at it and uh, just gave me a lot of encouragement along the way. Um, I don't know how much, um, probably more than maybe I realize um, that he was involved with me being selected as an Alexa champion. Don't know exactly how that works. I know you have to be, you have to be uh, nominated, nominated by somebody that's from Amazon. And I, I can't think of anybody else that really <laughs> knew that I existed at the time. Um, but so thankful for him for getting me started and all the encouragement because starting something new and making a big transition like that uh, can be challenging enough on its own without encouragement. Uh, yeah, and, no, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. For me, it was, uh, it was Brad Abrams who was, oh. um, I, I don't actually know his actual position. He was, I uh, probably have his business card somewhere, which gives it. Um, he was uh, overseeing uh, a bunch of Google Assistant and actions on Google developer relations and engineering components back when it started in, it was four years ago. I actually, I, I looked it up. Um, it was four years ago when they first launched it, 
And shortly afterwards, I was at a, a GDE summit and he presented to an absolutely packed room full of GDEs who wanted to learn more about this. Yeah. And they demonstrated to us, you know, here's the technology and here's how you're going to be able to use it, how you'll be able to program for it. And that, you know, from there I hit the ground running and I, you know, all of the developer relations team at Google were there answering my questions. And, you know, when I ran into problems saying, well, try this or think about this and try these approaches. Um, so, and Brad Amos was, was the first one who was really responsive to when I would, you know, have I had ideas and had questions, he was there and responding to me. And then over the, you know, since then, and most recently, piece of, uh, people like um, uh, Jessica Early Cha and uh, Mandy Chan have been oh, the, yes. two, yeah. the two developer relations people that I work closest with who are always there and always responsive. And, you know, trying to, not just for me, but for all the developers that are out there who want to do good stuff with actions, they're the ones who are there saying, that's a good question. And let's see what we can do about getting you an answer. Um, and and trying to do so, or, you know, here's a new product that we think develop, you know, will help developers out a lot. So, you know, and, and they're just the face. And I know there's so many others in developer relations and so many other engineers who are doing this that I don't know, yes. um, that, that I really, really appreciate all their hard work. And I give them a hard time all year long. And <laughs> you guys don't, you know, the public doesn't see the half of it. I give them a hard time, but I really, really do appreciate all of their efforts. Well, and it's, uh, it's, I push quite a bit too, as far as how, when is this feature going to be available? How come it's working like this? I, and the reason why I do is I just care so much. I really exactly. want this to be the best that it can be. And, and I want to be able to be freed up with all the tools that, that are available so that I can do quality voice experiences so that this is successful. No, that's it exactly. You know, I think we all agree. We want to do great stuff. We want to empower people to do great stuff. We want to see great stuff out there. Yeah. And we may push a little hard to get that sometimes, but it really is all out of love and appreciation for what they do. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So um, one of the, the people that I was thinking about uh, just has been so instrumental throughout the years has been uh, Bradley Metrock. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, once again, I was starting out, I didn't really know anybody, but uh, I was on one of the very first uh, Bradley Metlock uh, uh, podcast um, this week in voice and just talking about different voice things and that's where I met Brian Romley and Ahmed and and other people so I just you know that opened opened up a world for me just even being on that first episode and uh, been back a number of different times uh, and it was the the first Alexa uh, conference upstairs in that library in Chattanooga Tennessee that uh, I, I did a you know my first presentation. So it was just, uh, just over the years, really grateful for all that he puts together. And, you know, there's, there's excuse me, there's somebody that's uh, involved uh, now uh, doing voice conferences. You know, you've got Pete and you've got uh, Brett Kinsella doing uh, voicebot.ai and you've just got lots of different things going on. And uh, just so grateful for all the people that uh, do the events and and anybody, no, I, that, anybody that does podcasts, uh, I'm grateful for them. You know, I, I think of it in terms of, you know, we've got 
a fan, you know, we're building a fantastic voice community. And I think that's so important is, is seeing everyone in the community coming together and working and talking about it and, yes. um, and working together. You know, I, I, I think one of the great things that is, uh, is amazing to me is, you know, on one hand, both, you know, Bradley and Pete run two almost competing conferences, but you see them work together and you see them talking to each other and you see them talking about yep. where they're going, you know, so there's, if there is a rivalry, it's a friendly rivalry. And I think that kind of speaks to what our entire community is right now is, is a bunch of friendly rivalries, which is again, elevating everyone and, you know, right. trying to bring out the best and all that. And I think one of the things that typifies that so much is what we've seen in voice lunch and, and the tremendous yes. work that, um, that, that Michael and Carol have done with voice lunch. That, that is just, was a, you know, gem in 2020, if I've ever seen one, you know, I was, we're having worked remotely already before I, I knew that it could be isolating and, um, but just all the additional stressors and, and you know, challenges in the world, um, having that opportunity to, to meet with such an international audience. I was just yeah. so, you know, cause I'd met a number of people at conferences, but but the you know i've never met michael and carol and i've never met you know andy uh, or you know <laughs> what, what actually surprises me is i actually had met carol oh at, had you that's i right, had that's right yeah. at the same conference where i first met you uh the the newark voice conference last year um i actually met carol i had totally forgotten and i you know i met a lot of people i don't know all of them yeah. but he he reminded me of the photo and I'm like, oh right, that was right after I gave that talk and we chatted about this and, you know, but, but it's fantastic what they've done to, as you say, bring the community together and let us meet all of these people from around the world in different aspects of voice. Because one of the yes. things that as developers, I know, we think about development, we think about that a lot. Yeah, um, we do. <laughs> and, you know, we really don't have time to think about all the other elements. So, you know, we don't think about the marketing or sometimes we don't think about the voice work that's necessary or exactly what different, what, what voice means to different people, you know, so it's not yeah. all coding. There's a lot of other development, not to mention everything that goes into design and the ASR models, the AI model, everything around that. So it's, it's great that Voice Lunch has brought us all together into the same room for now a couple of times a week, it feels, you know. Yeah. Um, and we can begin to understand all the other aspects that we didn't really have time to pay attention to. Well, and just uh, just think about, it started out as one Voice Lunch, kind of one international Voice Lunch, and now there are Voice lunches all over the world. Different countries um, have their own. You know, we do the voice lunch uh, U.S. ones on Friday. Um, there's uh, you know language stuff that's happening on Mondays. I I wish I could go to more of them. I've got so much. Um, I totally wish I could. I've got to do. I, but I, I I miss out. I I definitely feel like I'm missing out on on expertise that I could just uh, and and other people. I you know just having conversations with people about conversation design. <laughs> talking about talking is how I like to put it. And, and I agree. <laughs> I like that, talking about talking. <laughs> no, and you know, the, the, and the people that we've you know, come in contact with 
and worked with from that. And, and the friendships that have, have blossomed from that. I mean, you know, again, I put down on my list being able to, 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 to talk to people like uh, Micah G. And, and I say Micah G because there's no way I can pronounce her last name. Yes. Um, <laughs> and she's but, so talented with the, with the sketch work that she does. It's amazing. It, her note taking is amazing. Her, her concepts on music and how that interacts with voice are amazing and inspiring. And uh, she's, she's joined my, uh, my office hours a few times and talked about things like, you know, her background in air traffic control. What? And, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, but, and I think that's one of the great things about this community is that, yeah, all of us are here in voice right now. But look at our backgrounds. You know, when you and I talked about our backgrounds, yeah. you know, it's from all over. And then mix that with 80 other people and yes. all the stuff we're doing. Um, so Mike is another great example. Uh, Rebecca Evanhoe is another good example. And both of them have been conversation designers that kind of, you know, taught me as a developer, here's what you need to think about, even on the most basic level, to make sure you've got some good, um, a good conversation going here. And they, they've been invaluable to me to really help, you know, I, I went into it four years ago thinking, look, I know, you know, we don't want to have our, our stuff talk like robots. So I need to kind of talk this out out loud and, and learn from that. Um, and certainly listening to, to people like Kathy Pearl inspired that sort of thing yes. as well. But really talking to these two made me realize, no, I, I still have so much to learn. And they've helped me a tremendous amount over the past year. Yeah, no, it's, there are just so many people. Um, one of the people that I look up to quite a bit and admire is uh, Noelle Silver. Um, so she was, you know, created some of the very, very first Alexa skills. Uh, definitely, you know, has worn that developer hat, but uh, has had to work through conversation design. Um, she's uh, been recognized by Microsoft in AI. There's just, you know, so many qualifications that she has and, and, and she's had some challenges. There's some, some, you know, you know things that have hit her in life and she's, uh, she's spoken openly about them, but she is so positive when she talks that it inspires me, you know, she, even, even before 2020 things were challenging and, and I still was taking inspiration from, um, just how she approaches it and the, the attitude that she approaches things with is just Agreed. Yeah, no, she awesome. is true. She is truly inspiring. And at the same time, also visionary. Yes. You know, the, the fact that, you know, I think all of, you know, all of us in the voice space are saying things like, yeah, there's, there's great things that can happen. And she says, here are the specific great things that we need to work on. And here's how we do it. And here's what you need to do next. You can do it. Go for it. You know? Yeah, I no, I t totally and and you know the 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 whole thing that she's starting up with uh, love fluencers and the putting you know compassion into you know development is very you know ones and zeros uh, yeah. you know statements. It's it's a very um, prescribed and you know I guess uh, detailed approach, but like. You can be a developer and you can have a heart, you know? <laughs> and, 
Um, I just really appreciate that. No, I agree. Those are great messages. And, 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 and she's a perfect one to deliver it because she really can say, I've been there. You, you can have a heart. You can do these things. You can still make a difference in the world and do it well. Yeah, no, I just, uh, just hope that she keeps continuing doing what she's doing because it's, uh, it's very much needed. I do too. And, and actually, in, a, in, a, in an odd sort of way, that, um, that makes me think of, of somebody else that, has, that I really am thankful for. And, and that's my boss. Because in a lot of ways, he's very much the same way. He's very much in the, we're developers, but a lot of what we can do is do things for good. We need to find the places in the world where we can make a positive difference. And we should be working on those things. Um, you know, one of, one of the companies that he's heavily involved with is uh, what, what he likes to call the circular economy or a sharing economy. And, um, and developing systems so that tool libraries can be out there. And these tool, you know, so basically just like a library lends books, a tool library lends out or rents at a very low cost uh, tools for the community because you know you don't necessarily you don't you don't when when you need to dig a hole you want a hole you don't necessarily care how you get that you want the tools to do it right um, yeah. and these tool libraries range in things from supporting you know if you need a shovel we can lend you a shovel to uh, if you um, you know if if you need a die cutter we can lend you a die cutter. And they work closely sometimes with the maker community to say, look, not everybody needs, you know, the, the latest 3D printer, but we have a 3D printer and we will let you use it. So, you know. That's a, that's a great idea. That's a great uh, yeah. way. You know, I, I don't always need a table saw. I may need a table saw for a specific project, but right. I, I don't want to keep it in my garage for the years and years that I don't use it. Right, you know, because then it sits and, you know, and then when you finally get to it years later, it's rusted and you need to get another blade. And, you know, the, some of the tool libraries are, are fantastic. And one of the other great things is a lot of them are connecting um, experts in their field, woodworking experts, people who love doing this as a hobby with people who have never really done this, but need to do something and would like to learn. Right. And you know, this is a place where uh, they're connecting. And one of Gene's big projects is encouraging software to help these kinds of libraries. So oh, that's, yeah. So I, I love working for somebody who's got that kind of vision about saying, what, what tools can I as a developer make to help you do something that changes your neighborhood? And by helping your neighborhood, how does that help the world? Um, yeah, so exactly. I, I really appreciate uh, working for Gene and, and all the rest of my coworkers and how much they tolerate me talking about this voice stuff endlessly. Yeah, I would like to uh, have a shout out to one of my coworkers, um, Octavio Menoncal. Um, he uh, is from Nicaragua. And I actually met him at that very first uh, Bradley Metrock uh, conference. He was asked to speak and so he made the the trip all the way from Nicaragua wow. to and they had to like I think there was uh 
they ended up in Atlanta, but then had to take an Uber, him and some other uh, international uh, attendees. Um, but anyway, uh, so I first met him there and just you know, had a conversation, but then kind of stayed in touch with him on social. And it turns out um, here at uh, where I work now, SOAR, um, we're working together on our project. He's you know, the other member of our voice team. And he, every day, has just been so awesome to, to work with. He's got you know, lots of great ideas. Uh, with just minimal explanation, we can you know, talk to each other and we're off doing something and uh, bouncing ideas off of each other and code reviews and, and just just been an awesome you know, coworker and friend. Um, so shout out to, to Octavio. If you're not following him on social media, you should. Yeah, I, I think one of the great things is being able to, to come up with those personal connections um, where you can share something and say, does this work for you? What am I, what am I missing here? And I, and I know for me, I've had that network with a, a bunch of GDEs and, and two in particular, uh, uh, Dennis Vasilic, I probably just pronounced his last name wrong, and, uh, and Linda Lawton have been two, two dear friends who, um, especially over the past year, have heard me rant a lot about <laughs> trouble I've run into on the assistant. And I can say things like, does this make sense? Am, am I just wrong here? And they will honestly say to me sometimes, yeah, you're wrong. You need to, you know, this is your problem. It's not theirs. Um, and I appreciate that honesty because having, having friends like that who can be that honest with you is, uh, is really valuable. Yeah. Um, but I got to, I got to, you know, I really also have to say, Mark, you are also one of those people. And it has oh, been, thank you. It has been fantastic. Um, really getting to know you better over the past, you know, eight months or so. <laughs> no, it has been, it's, um, you know, from bumping into each other at a conference and just kind of, you know, having that be the start to voice lunch, um, really, you know, helping us get to know each other better and to a comfortable level. Um, and that's starting this podcast together. I'm grateful for you as well. Um, whenever I have a, uh, Google action question. I know I can ask you and I'll get the, the good and the bad. <laughs> I'll get the, I'll, I'll get it straight up. Um, you know, what, what, what's going on with that, but just, and, uh, and I get the same from you when I've got my Alexa questions, you know, where I've got, uh, there, there's no hesitancy on my part to say, well, you know what, I don't know this, but either Mark will, or Mark will know where to look. And, uh, <laughs> And it's been great getting, it's been great having those conversations and seeing how those conversations turn into the conversations that we have here in some cases. Yeah, I, I like the fact that we, you know, just pick a topic and don't really, you know, <laughs> don't really know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, and we just start talking about it. And it's just been awesome to, to explore this and, and learn, you know, a lot from, from you and, and, this has just been a, a great forum to it really has you know i i really appreciate just how much i've learned from this and and how much i hope other people have as well you know we've gotten a few comments from people who have said they really appreciate the podcast um they're learning yeah. a lot from it and you know what i'd like to say i think we're really appreciative of 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 all of our listeners and all the people who give us feedback and, and talk yeah. to us about what Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Dana, um, yeah. Dennis, just everybody that's uh, giving us feedback. There's just so many 
people to thank. You know, I could thank the the Voice Park team. I was on their podcast. Great uh, group of guys. The um, Jovo team for all the work that they've been doing and their oh, contributions to the community. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, um, Nick at Red Fox, uh, Roger Kibbe at Bixby. Uh, um, there's just all kinds of things, people that, uh, that. Brian and Adam and, you know, some of the, the true visionaries that we've, that we've been able to talk with and come in contact with and work with. Dr. But, Terry Fisher. Yeah. The, <laughs> all the, all the, uh, the fun of the voice den and, uh, and you know, things that he's done with voice influencers uh, podcast and just the way that he's, he's passionate about it. There's, I don't There's know. There's so many just, people. It really is. We really could keep going on and on. Keep going on and on. So thank you to everybody. If, if we haven't, uh, you know, spotlighted you, then uh, don't know. Uh, you know no, I guess don't, don't think that we don't appreciate you. Yeah, we do we, very we much. We really so. do. We really appreciate everyone that we've worked with because I think, as we said earlier, Mark, you know, we're all working towards a, a, a same goal. Yes. And that's to make voice a really awesome place. And we see what everyone is doing for that. And that's awesome. It really is. Yeah. So uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, hopefully that you're, you're safe and um, that you know that you're loved and appreciated on this, uh, this day. And hopefully not just this day, but uh, every day. Um, and we're here to help out because we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and take care. Take care.